You are now listening to Martini at Brands. Martini at Brands, Martini at Brands, I got that beef swagger. I'm the city of champs. Martini at Brands, Martini at Brands, so go grab your martini and hang out at Brands. Oh, hell no. Martina, don't post that. Delete that. Hello, world. This is your girl, Brandy, and you are listening to Martini at Brands, a podcast where we go against societal norms, fuel you with food for thought, and inspire your soul. And I am here with my delightful host. Hey, it's me, Martini. I'm trying, I'm doing this whole engineering thing. Brandy just said I'm not a good multitasker, and I had to agree. Yeah, so shout out to my other partner in crime, my co-host on here, my second half, Martina, the engineer, the bartender, Yes. The not multitasker, but not takes multitasker. on multiple tasks. Does that yeah. make sense? Kind of. Explain it. Well, I'm always doing multiple things, just not at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> just just throughout the day. Throughout the day, exactly. Because mm-hmm. if you give her two commands at once. Only one's getting done. If you get lucky <laughs> enough to have the one done, she might just wash her hands of it and be like, yo. I'm done with this. No, I done so, moved on to something else. Shout out to our girl. Cheers to the engineer. Clink, 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 clink. I'm going to take the rest of my uh, salsa shot. It's tequila really here. harsh to get down. You guys, I'm not a tequila girl. At, I'm not a very much anything girl. I babysit every drink. But I do prefer dark over light. That's and good. I am a major babysitter. Did I tell you the story behind the bottle? No, tell us. Well, not the bottle, the tequila. So my, um, oh, in the previous podcast, how I mentioned that my grandfather passed away about two years ago. So this was a gift that my aunt gave my grandfather when she first got married in like the 80s. Yeah, and my grandfather never opened the bottle. And we just now opened it. Hella strong. Yeah, it's been closed for 30 years. I felt poppy in <laughs> in the bottle in the first sip that I took. I think I even spit up. A li- I did. A little bit. I can't a little even bit lie. In her I, I spit up in my cup. She had a whole dilemma. <laughs> it was hilarious. Hilarious. It's hard for me to get a lot of things down. Don't make jokes on that. Too Don't easy. spin it. Too mm-hmm. easy. Here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to go into the whole topic of millennials to the baby boomers to Generation X, whatever those things are. And yeah, have good dialogue about all of that in a nutshell, what that encumbers, what, you know, layers are to that whole conversation. So I can't wait. But in Mm -hmm. having that conversation and then smoking a little, drinking a little, watching the kids play a little. Yeah, Brandy got here like three hours ago so we've been in the studio <laughs> for a few hours i had to take some other calls some school things some business stuff so we're finally sitting down recording and yeah after cocktail a little smoke session a little therapy a we little a church we go through it all mm-hmm. we came up with 
a few things that struck out to us. And one of those that I want to say, I'm going to spin it this way. I read something the other night and I was talking to Martina in conversation about things that was going on in my personal life and then having the conversation with her mom. It got me to thinking about things, watching the kids play. And I want to touch on where things go wrong in life. And Ooh, that's heavy, heavy. And, and what I'm going to say with this theory, where things go wrong in life is where we go wrong in life is the idea or picture in our minds of how we think things are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I come up with that based on the conversation that we had earlier with your mom mm-hmm. conversations about our significant others, exes, the children, and where we fell ourselves in life is this idea, this picture, Mm -hmm. this persona of how we think things are supposed to be. Yeah, that opens up Pandora's box for me as to, well, where do we get these ideas from? Is it TV? Is it peers? Is it our parents? Um, I believe it's all of those things. Um, And expectations, same thing. It's like when our expectations don't meet our ideas, it's like that's where the clash begins. You have um, a brilliant plan. And when you thought of this brilliant plan, you thought of everything to go with it. Like, Ooh, this Mm -hmm. is a great idea and I'm going to do it like this and I'm going to do it like this. And then this is going to happen. That idea is already created, Mm -hmm. not already manifested. It's already manifested, Mm -hmm. but is everything that we manifest going to blossom or grow as we want it to be? No, no, I'm here to say, say no, no, okay, because you can go for me mm-hmm. down the road to achieving, wanting to achieve whatever that idea or goal is. But nothing as I planned written out is going to flow exactly how I thought it was going to be. So I am learning to remove any idea around not that it can work not that I'm gonna plan it and it's gonna grow just the idea how I expect it to go I'm in my Mm -hmm. 30s 30s (laughs) okay in there there. I am officially over the 35 cuffs I will be (laughs) 37 this year September and you go back to that question that they ask you as a kid right when graduation time comes where do you see yourself when you're 30? And you actually respond to that stupid shit instead of... I have no idea what I said. Maybe I should have remembered. Could be. I can't even... I I don't even remember, like, writing it down. In 30 years, (laughs) I think I'm going to be blah. But maybe I didn't write anything down. Hmm. (laughs) And I manifested And I manifested. (laughs) (laughs) But that idea, and how do you eliminate having an idea of how you expect things to go but not be giving up on your ambitions or your Mm -hmm. goals or yourself Mm -hmm. so I thought about this on so many layers because one the kids were playing outside 
And it's so funny watching the kids play and being able to have the opportunity to sit back because most of us are working from home right now. Mind you, we still are um, in quarantine. AC after. No, not even after Corona. We're during Corona. Okay? We're in an even more l- weird limbo than we were before. <laughs> it's like, hey, go to work, but wear a mask, but don't go to work and stay inside. But you can go inside, but not for too long. It's, it's very confusing. It times. is. It is. <laughs> you know, but now that we have the time to sit back, watch the kids play, focus more on ourselves, meditate a whole lot more, you see more things. Mm-hmm. So the kids always want to play. Yo, can we play? Can we play? Can we go outside? And playing never sounds fun. No, it's no. stressful. They're screaming and hollering. Somebody's injured. An accident has broke out. They can't get along. It, it, yeah. It's to the point where playing is stressful, right? <laughs> but they have this idea that if I say I'm playing, it's, it's supposed fun. to go this way. It's fun. So the kids were outside playing, killing each other. And I have mm-hmm. been teaching my son lately just with everything that's going on in the world, being um, an individual of a minority group as the world has labeled us, a person of color as the world has labeled you, you are black, you are this, this imagery, which your mom was talking about, we always have to go under a category, mm-hmm. right? The kids were outside playing, shooting each other. And I've been trying to teach, not trying, teaching my son to know how to respond even as a child you do not want to play killing that is insane it's Mm -hmm. insane because to kill means that you really had your back against the wall you are your life is threatened you fear for your life you are in danger you have to act suddenly and in a in, in an impulsive manner to protect yourself so Mm -hmm. why would we want to play why would we want to play killing one another and then when we go in our communities or they shoot us while we're jogging or we have these things that are going on in the media they know how to spin it and throw it back on us like well you guys kill each other our kids think playing is killing one another warfare attack you're under scrutiny you you have to go to jail you have to be in trouble Mm -hmm. it is not play to stimulate to build to create the mind though there are lots I mean my kids go to museums we're very culturally experienced we do a lot when they still get amongst their friends to play Mm -hmm. it's chaotic play yeah, A lot of it is this idea of how we think things are supposed to be. Kids play that way because they think that is the way to play. That's the idea. We have to play cops and robbers. We have to be bad guys. Somebody has to be the enemy. Somebody has to die. <laughs> this idea of how it's supposed to be. Relationships gone totally wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And you always hear people like, well, you weren't doing or I was doing everything or I this idea of how it's supposed to go as opposed to how it's really going and be Mm -hmm. able to show up on that street of how it's going like oh we're on the street of um uncertainty or we're on the street of non-ownership and it just being that and being able to to um work from that situation no we have to get in an argument. It has to be a debate. Combative. It has to be combative. Mm-hmm. Somebody's wrong. I'm right. Because of this idea of how we expect things to be. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of that 
if we're speaking, I mean, everything's relationship. So if we're speaking in terms of like spousal relationships, it's all in communication and we're all just in a sense reacting to how the other person is acting, right? We're all, we're all just reactive. And if we're not willing to kind of like step out of our own selfish ideas to actually really truly understand anybody it's like then okay th this is how we keep ending up in this same place and nobody's progressing and nobody's evolving because we're wrapped we're up in these ideas I we're wrapped up in our own ideas so it's like i feel like if in a relationship a spousal situation whatever idea you had prior to this that don't matter no more no you to gotta let it together go together and it needs to be our idea yeah, yeah or it's not even it has to be our idea for me Mm -hmm. It just has to be, I'm meeting you on that street. I didn't come up with the idea, but you compliment me. I didn't think of it that way, but you allow me to see it a different way because I don't have an idea of it's supposed to be like this. Mm -hmm. It That takes me back to compromising. Okay. You mm -hmm. always hear people say like a relationship is give and take. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Many things are. But how much does one really have to give in order to be like, not taken seriously, but taken for what they are? The idea that you think somebody has to compromise to your way and there is no other way is still having an idea of how things are supposed to go. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't. I'm in a place where I'm like, eh, I don't want to compromise. Oh well, take me as I am. But I don't know if it's really fair. What is fairness? That is your idea of how you expect things to go. Our mm -hmm. idea of how we expect things to be is why we keep continuing to have some of the battles that we have, right? Mm -hmm. Watching the kids play, talking about relationships, having the conversation with your mom about looking at somebody who grew up here um, in the 50s who wasn't here from the United States. Well, she was born here, but her parents were first-generation immigrants. Her father served in a war and wasn't even a citizen, still had to come back. And mm -hmm. oppression is a real thing. Mm -hmm. We are so oppressed that mm -hmm. we really destroy our own existence here with the idea of how we expect things to be as opposed to what the fuck they are. Mm -hmm. Our children play killing one another because of this idea of how they expect things to be. This is going to be the battle, not what it is. Not that I need to train myself up and really know as a kid to educate. Like the only time I should ever even think about taking another person's life is if I don't have a rod or a staff in my hand that could part the sea and move you out the way. <laughs> uh -huh. But I can eliminate you if you are really coming. Like I, I fear that that was my last breath I was going to take. Yeah. Th that's, I hear what you're saying. I hope you understood what you were saying. Cause that's a really complex idea. I mean, not idea. That's a very complex, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Ugh, I, need to I don't know, because she's probably drunk, you guys, because yeah. she just... Concept, I guess, mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. That's a deep concept for children to... I am not one of those believers that just said, like, like they're kids. They are younger. 
in their spirit and their wisdom, their tree has not aged as much as we have. But if you believe any of the things that we talked about last season, when we talked about guru, what's his name? Um, who's, Oh man. Oh, I can't remember. She'll find out and tag him. The guru who said that you have to start teaching your children. Like I'm learning with you. I don't know too much more than, you know, but kids are capable of caring a lot of workload as we do. And the fact that we still continue to teach them in a way that we've been taught with this idea of how things are supposed to go as opposed to dealing with the person head on. Like you, a lot of parents don't, I don't like to be general. Are you a parent that are, that is teaching your children to who they are or who you expect them to become? I would say it's a little bit of both for me. Like, okay, say that one more time because I want to I want to say affirm. I want to. Are say you a answer. parent who is mm-hmm. teaching your child to who they are or who you expect them to be? OK, so, yeah, I would say it's a little bit of both. Now, me being the person I am, I always feel like I kind of straddle the fence. OK, Um, just because I, I straddle the fence because I feel like anything is possible and there isn't just one way to do things so for me I feel like it's a little bit of both in my parenting because when you are in a public place you are representing me an idea of how you expect things to be why is that how how is it that an individual that I just birthed I carried you I vesseled you yes I can teach you character and I can teach you um etiquette okay you came through me you are not me yeah but when it comes to like how you present yourself so for example let's just say something as simple as we're going out to eat and you're acting one of my kids are acting like a you know shoving food in their mouth and picking their nose and just not having manners at the table that is a representation to me because now you making me look crazy. Like I don't <laughs> teach you how to sit at a table. An idea of how she's expecting things to be. And I've had right, to learn exactly. that as a parent that I have given my children strong lessons and values at home and they have still gone out in public and embarrassed themselves. I used to feel embarrassed. Now I know better. Because I know no matter what I'm teaching you at a moment, you can have a breaking point. You could have a glitch in your brain and you're just going to freak out and do some shit I think is weird stupid as hell. A- as hell. <laughs> OK, as, I don't even want to say what is stupid as hell because is hell really stupid. It might be. <laughs> but teaching them and working with them to who they are and not who we want them to be. And this is where I feel we go wrong with everything, our businesses, our personal life, our conversations with our parents. You say one thing and you reflect something totally different. Your mother never taught you to be pop-offish and you pop off all the time. I just told our mom today she should pop her in her mouth more. See, I think that that this is... where the I, this is where I feel like, and I guess this is a conversation I have to have with my mom as well. But I feel like my mom was a lot like me when she was younger. 
she's not that person now, but I, I didn't get this from somewhere. A, a woman. What do you mean? You really, you think that every characteristic and trait that you have flows from somebody it really can't be a, just a collection of who you are you're really gonna put it off to say i'm not putting this it has on, to on come her but I, I do think that some of the qualities that i have she has too well i know looking at my kids every last one of them have been exactly who they are since the moment they came out from the moment my son Paxton never says still on my stomach ever, ever, ever. He was doing a break dance every day. He has come out. He has never sat down. He is a warrior. Everything is a battle. Everything is dramatic. And instead of me trying to continue to alter, I used to have to tell him like pick a few emotions a day to use things like that. Knowing he's a emotional warrior of a kid instead of me trying to tame you and not make you a warrior teach you that you don't always show up to every battle with all your weapons drawn because you're possibly going to lose armor so you can be a warrior but start to think about the battles you're taking on and things that to me that is me parenting parenting who he is not who I want him to be absolutely I want calm nerd kids ones that just want to look at books and look strange all day and be like no but <laughs> that's not what you, you know got. that's not what I got and mm -hmm. what I got is exactly who they are so I've so had to feel like any of Paxton's characteristics reflect you as a person or his father Yes, but I definitely would never say like, well, I'm like this or Paxton's like this because of me. Paxton is like he is because that's who he is. I just feel like we're a collection of I, I just feel like the people who we are is not only who we are, but we're we're social people. We're there's no way that we're not influenced by others. We're social beings. This is why we all want to go outside. Deal being influenced is not coaching or bringing something up to what I expect them to be so if my children yes I reflect similarities to my mom but I am me I am not my mom I am of my mom I'm not mm -hmm. my mom even if somebody be like oh your mom just used to do that of course because I lived in a house with her you pick up habits it happens but still not doing it because this is the idea of how I expect it to go like my mom loves keeping house. I keep house great, but I don't want to do this shit no more. I'm ready to get this task to everybody. You want to show up and do the job? Housekeeper, a house manager, nannies. I want all that. My mom would have never done that. So it's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We are a genetic makeup of many things. This is why it's called DNA and things follow down. But I don't want to get hung up on that part so much then to the idea of this idea we have of how things are supposed to be. And we parent that way. We relationship that way. We work that way. We business that way. We've had to learn things on our journey and the podcast of an idea of how we expected things to go and how that shit went. I just made a joke a minute ago, like, don't make me have to quit again because <laughs> we had to take a little behind scene break. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just 
with how things ended up and being able to adjust to those things. It's almost impossible to adjust when you have an idea of how you expect it to go. It's mm-hmm. it's it's very was well, like la- cutting yourself off at the knees and not being open to new things. I mean, in my opinion, that's what it is. Yeah. So I want to have this conversation. We're going to come back to this one and have guests and let's have at least three guests so we can go into the area of relationship, children and business and where it is we go wrong when with the idea of how we ex- expect or suppose things to be because that came up in every conversation we had today and when it came up it was a moment that you had to realize there is a different way of going about this and getting a positive outcome Maybe not the outcome that I particularly foresaw. It could be a better outcome. It can be an outcome that needed to happen. But because you just, you went in just free. No restrictions, no boundaries, no limitations. You can be uncompromising you can be exactly what you said like I'm I'm to the point right now where I don't want to compromise I just want to do me and I don't know if that's fair but it, mm-hmm. it 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 really is because you're not wrapped in this idea of I'm always gonna be this or I'm gonna uphold to this standard every time because sometimes you're not yeah and- I, I definitely don't want to hold myself to any else's expectations of me because uh, to me expectations and ideas are the same thing and I say that because when we have expectations and we get let down those are those were the expectations that we had of somebody else and that's I like to use the word fair. That is not fair of us to put our ideas of how something should be onto somebody else. But womp 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 you do that as a parent I do. So that is why we need to really, really, really talk about this subject. And it's going to be super fun to have guests on and dig into that. Because you say one thing, but you're contradicting because you do something totally different as a parent. And it's like we have to be to the point where what we say and what we teach as parents or what we nurture and provide is exactly what we're doing. Yeah, but I also said that I, I, I... feel like I do both when it comes to parenting I guess I pick and choose where it where is. it goes but going deep when we have our guests because we can be here for hours hours <laughs> on hours going back and forth about this so we're gonna leave you right here with that thought um tag us drop a line at the bottom I, I don't care what you do join in on the conversation we'll come back to this one with guests and We'll tackle those areas of combo. No, not combo. It's terrible. Conversation. (laughs) Um, I don't want to be a Generation X or whatever I am and abbreviate everything. You don't want to use acronyms to describe your feelings? No, 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 no. Let's just use the actual word. Um, So we always thank you for coming on in with us. 
and listening. And just in case you forgot why we were dialoguing, you are listening to Martini, Martini at Brands. Brands. And we are a podcast that goes against societal norms, fuel you with food for thought, and inspire the soul. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook. That's where you can follow us at Martini at Brands. And then we're you can listen to us wherever you podcast. So that's Google, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, all those popular listening channels. For Martini at Brands. And we thank you. We are inspired by you. We love just being here to talk, 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 talk. Think, 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 and love. So join us again. And don't forget to tap in on that generational millennial baby boomers conversation.
You can find Martini at Brands wherever you get your favorite podcasts on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Radio Republic. Um, what other ones are from I forgetting? Spotify, SoundCloud, soon to be Pandora and iHeart, hashtag goals. Um, we're also on YouTube of Martini at Brands. You can follow us on Instagram at Martini at Brands and on Facebook. If you want to follow me, Martina, you can follow me at Taitama underscore mama. That's T-Y-T-A-M-A underscore M-A-M-A. And you can find Brandy at I am Brand 33. That's I-M-B-R-A-N-D 33. Yep, that's all. That's where you can find us.